So let's share some insights today around this whole world of decision-making. You know, an ordinary relationship to decision-making, there's lots that you could Google or chat GPT, you could find out, uh, you know, how to make decisions. And there's lots of models, right? We can talk about SWOT analysis and cost benefits uh, uh, and, um, you know, pros and cons. And there's matrixes and there's graphs and there's impact filters and a lot of good tools. And and I use those tools and I think they're, they're relevant to depending on what your situation is and how complex what you're building is. However, what today I don't want to look at all of that. You know, that's part of the ordinary relationship. Part of the ordinary relationship to decision making is um, that it looks limited. You know, we we need to make a decision. You know, uh, this is all in the background. It's kind of like we don't even examine it, but uh, decision making in itself creates a world of uh, there's something that I need to do. And that may not be the case. We need to make decisions as business owners for sure. But our approach to making decision making or those decisions has everything to do with the quality of the outcomes. So you'll fully grasp what I'm saying as we move through this. But let's look. A common relationship to decision making looks like worry, procrastination, and angst. For most of us, especially with these big decisions, you know, they're tough. And I, at least for myself, I experience being on my own, even if I have a team, it doesn't matter how much I talk to other people necessarily, that sometimes can even make it worse. The experience of, am I going to do the right thing? Am I going to make the right decision? Is this good for my employees, for my business, for the revenue, for my family? Will I be able to feed them next year if I make this decision? How does this look in the market? How will the customers react to this? Should I invest in this? You know, we can't predict the future. So that's what creates a lot of this worry. And then the sister to worry is the procrastination that comes with it. So we know that probably making a quicker decision is beneficial, but as we will see, not always. But there's some time spent on worrying, which ultimately I call this feeling of angst, you know, like impending doom to some degree. And damned if we do and damned if we don't, we got to make some decision, but it doesn't naturally occur as empowering. Even though the decisions we're making could be a strategic partnership, could bring new people to the table, could expand our services into markets, could double our workforce, could reduce our workforce so that we can still stay around. But you can you can perhaps for yourself get the sense of what's there in the background of making decisions. I have to make a decision. And if you're the boss or the leader or the owner, the buck stops with you. And you know, you're going to have to do it one way or the other, right? Okay, well, let's roll up our sleeves and get that decision made. Um, it can also lead to paralysis by analysis, which we hear, right? We, we need more input. We need more input. We're not confident in the decision yet. And so we may waste time or get over input uh, with the decisions we have to make. So ultimately, this is about, in my world, the fear of making a big mistake. Uh, or the fear of making a mistake, period. So why do we need to do all that? Well, we want to make the right decision and we don't want to make a mistake. And if we make a mistake, we're screwed or people will be unhappy or, you know, people say, see, I told you so. So as a leader, we want to be right. We don't want to make a mistake for all the right reasons. However, all of this is pretty much unknown with these strategic decisions. So 
that's ordinary. It leads to missed opportunities because of the procrastination, or maybe we, we overanalyze something. So the market moves on or relationships leave us, or we don't seize the opportunity that can happen, or it leads to knee jerk reactions, which is the other side of missed opportunities that we, we react too quickly. We don't get enough input or we're not settled in our thinking and we haven't really thought through what is the point of this decision? How will this really impact the business? Have I thought through all the stakeholders and the shareholders and how this will show up in their world, whatever this decision is? What's the impact of the decision on all layers of the organization? Um, so we need to definitely consider those things. Knee-jerk reactions won't help us ensure that we're taking maybe our best step forward. But a lot of companies react, make knee-jerk re reactions, and it costs them millions, billions in many cases, uh, resource, time, direction, focus of the company, distractions are often caused by knee-jerk reactions. All right. So what else? And this can all lead to a perpetual state of concern over the future which is what robs us of that peace of mind and that effectiveness that I had said at the top of the call that we're really after with making decisions. We're not trying to make decisions to have more inefficiency or to have um, you know, more um, angst in our lives. We want the opposite, but I don't know about you. I can get wrapped around the axle really easily in this decision-making conundrum. And it's almost like no matter what I do, I just have to live with it, which is not really that empowering as a leader because we don't make decisions just to survive the decision. We want to make decisions that enliven the company, enliven us, and that is an opportunity and we experience ourselves fully being in. How are we doing so far? Good. I hope this has given you a little bit of the experience of how we would normally uh, approach decision-making. Again, you can throw up the SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. You can do that team exercise. You can do it in your own journal, and you should do those things. 